0: a situation where you just wish you had said what you were thinking. Do you ever find yourself not doing something just out of a lack of confidence? Well, today, we're going to gain the wisdom for developing the confidence to speak up and begin manifesting our best lives in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, kinetic believers all around the creative world. It's time for peace and fearless authenticity. Welcome back to the Lighthouse in the Wilderness for another daily dose of podcast wisdom. I'm Stephen Canyon and so glad you could join us. Our email address is kineticbelief at StephenCanyon.com. And if you've got any questions that you would like to ask, don't hesitate to chime in. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Miss Megan, good morning to you. Good morning. How's it going today? Really good. Did you have a good weekend?
1: Wonderful weekend. I
0: saw you having one.
1: Yeah.
0: I said, there she goes. She's having a good one. It was a
1: restful weekend. Very, question, I feel very centered. Qu-
0: question. Shoot. Monday morning question. Okay. Have you ever been too scared to speak up?
1: Uh, Sure. Really? Yeah. I think I really? was like eight.
0: <laughs> but as of the age of nine, no, not so much. Eight, um. eight years old. <laughs> do you remember this? I'm not going to put you on the spot. Yeah, but do you? Yeah. yeah scared. Eight years old is probably good. You. you didn't
1: sure right? well it was something I kind of I got a hold Not of really. speaking up pretty early speaking my mind
0: you've yeah. always been one to share
1: yes absolutely
0: uh, yeah I grew up as an actor you know I was doing a lot mm-hmm. of I had training did a lot a lot of theater and uh, was actually on an NBC sitcom growing up And, but anyway, you know, you learn to do crazy things in front of lots of people and just, I don't know, you kind of get all the bugaboos out of you. (laughs) Do you see yourself as being able to be on stage in a role of some character?
1: Um, Yes, I think I could do that. I
0: mean, I know we've talked about it before, but you get the giggles. (laughs) It's not because you're nervous. You just if
1: I practice something you, you enough, did. I can do it. It's it's when I'm kinda of put on the spot or so, I mean, I just I get going, I get laughing. I I my laughter's triggered. You're right. It's triggered very easily.
0: Now, I gotta say, um, one of the things that we like to do is sometimes I will say, Okay, now this is your character and these are your lines and I'll give you like four or five lines and I say in three, two, one <laughs> and action.
1: Now that and you seems, just, but but you that's just but that's on the spot. But
0: you just start laughing.
1: Because it's hilarious. <laughs>
0: Uh, Well, today we're going to talk about, are you too scared to speak up? You ever had those moments, what it's like to be frightened? And gosh, you know, I think all of us had those situations where we're thinking, oh, if only I had said whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and sometimes it's even a matter of uh, not being quick enough, thinking quickly enough in the moment because you're Mm. so shocked. (laughs) <laughs> of what happened like I can't believe this just happened my I'm blanking there's nothing there to say or do I'm frozen
0: but you know I think also often and that's probably a mechanism to protect us it's probably better that we don't say anything at all that's probably true right in those situations
1: yeah, it's a survival I mean, mechanism. we're not looking
0: for confrontation that's not that's not what Wait. we're even talking about today
1: uh, right 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 <laughs> yeah
0: so let's let's do talk about how to be uh, more confident yeah, absolutely so here at the beginning we just want to understand a couple of things as we start digging in here. First of all, fear is at the root of having a lack of confidence Mm. and fear will block our ability to grow and to develop. So I remember, gosh, just like it was yesterday on my first day on my first job at a radio station. I was doing an after. I, I got hired to do an afternoon air, air shift. I
1: would have loved to be a fly on that wall. Oh my!
0: No, you wouldn't. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> just, oh my oh gosh! My I was so young.
1: I've never seen you not in your element. So that would have been. Wild. I was
0: not in my element. Now I well, it, just because I hadn't been there before, but I was excited to be there, but I didn't have a clue. Not really. <laughs> I mean, and I didn't. <laughs> I didn't feel like a radio disc jockey once I got there. I did until I got there. <laughs> But then when I sat down in the air chair, all, be, all bets were yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, I
1: can no, see No,
0: actually, it, it wasn't until after a couple of months of, of oh, my gosh, awkward moments, um, embarrassing dead air jokes that were flatlining. I mean, all that stuff. That how,
1: do you, how do you know a joke's flatlining?
0: Uh, when there's no audience around. Because because you're you're just you're, your inner sense of condemnation is just choking the you're life just out assuming. of
1: you. You just I like oh my you just
0: you That's say something it was. everything you say you turn green. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> so it was flatlining in my mind.
1: Like, I bombed. I mean, there's no it was, one there. Oh, it's horrible. But I'm sure that they weren't
0: laughing. No, and I'm starting to sweat right now thinking about it.
1: Okay, let's all, move on all for that your
0: But you know, seriously, I finally began to build the self-confidence necessary for my career. And it, But it took, it took a lot. Um, even though I had gone to school for broadcasting, and I still didn't have the practical, experiential knowledge to boost my self-confidence.
1: Experiential knowledge. Right. So
0: that was still between where I was and, I guess, where I wanted to get to. But at the time, I understood the power of creative uh, belief. Not kinetic belief, but I understood creative belief in a a sense that, you know, that's how I got the job to begin with. But I had not used kinetic belief to overcome my lack of self-confidence. So there I was. Um, yeah, I can still remember those first days when my heart raced and my palms would sweat while cueing records. And I'm sitting there opening the mic to do a weather forecast or to tell another lame joke. And <laughs> didn't
1: you have a joke book or something? I
0: took a joke book with me. Those are never that, good. Did, oh no, no, it is not good. I mean, <laughs> you know, like what did one raindrop say to the oh, other? Oh no. Two's company and three's a cloud. You know.
1: Wah, wah. Yeah, that there was, you, that was a, uh, you were bombing.
0: You're not laughing. No question.
1: No, <laughs> no. question.
0: <laughs> well, but you know something that kinetic belief has revealed since then is that my success in life will not make me confident, but confidence in myself will make me successful. Mm. Yes. On the very first day of that job, I remember driving to the radio station my mind was filled with my dream of becoming a radio announcer so I was I was in a hurry to get to the station and I even showed up early but when I got into the studio and I sat in that air chair for the first time I became filled with so much doubt and I hadn't been on the air I'd not done anything live before so there I was The, the challenges before me pushed me way 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 outside of my comfort zone I was way out there and i I felt like I was at the I felt like I was at the mercy of the radio gods, not knowing how I was going to pull this <laughs> like thing do off. Need to
1: sacrifice a ACDC record or something. Oh my gosh! Well, the
0: guy that was training me was sitting. His name was Frank. I remember. I hadn't even thought about Frank. Frank. Oh, Frank. Frank was. He was. I was taking his place. he he had to, he had taken a job as, to be a um, a a prison guard.
1: Oh, that should have been your first clue. So, Right? <laughs> about about <laughs> right? what you're getting into. You know, I
0: should like, Frank, are they hiring? Oh, <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> well, the only thing that got me through those so, first days and into a successful Korean radio was that I remained steadfast yes. in my unwavering desire to be a radio announcer. So now that experience of lack of confidence... It's not uncommon for a lot of entrepreneurs, teachers, leaders, and business owners. Those, those same fears are shared by most of us at some point in time. But confidence is vital to attracting the life that we want to live.
1: I love that point that you made that you're not supposed to wait on success to make you confident, but your confidence is going to usher in that success. That's a very subtle mental shift, but it's incredibly important.
0: Very powerful. But look, you know, if we don't believe in ourselves, the lack of confidence is the result of some underlying fear, which stops the law of attraction from working in our lives not only are we trapped by the substance of fear that has become us but other people are going to also not believe in us
1: Mm. you have to be the first
0: I mean, would you want to get on a bus with a driver who's like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. (laughs) A bad example. but you A pilot. There you go. (laughs) Would you get into a plane like, he's like, anybody got a map? (laughs) Like,
1: you know, (laughs) know, I have this thing, I'm (laughs) going to backtrack,
0: yeah. Well, let's work on overcoming our subjective obstacles and begin rewilding ourselves to boldness and to belief. So let's work on overcoming... um, some of these things and let's go back to a particular moment in your childhood okay now just think for a moment go back and and perhaps it was a let's say it's a warm summer day mm-hmm. and there you are you're thinking that you can conquer the world okay your parents are probably nowhere around and you're <laughs> out in the yard somewhere and it's just a beautiful warm day and and you're just as high as a kite on life hmm and all things are possible in your young imaginative storied mind and on that summer day all you need to fly is, is a cape a towel <laughs> around your neck yes. and you can be the greatest school teacher ever just you know go get your little brother and give him some homework <laughs> anything is possible anything you can be anything you have everything you'll ever need you've got toys and sticks you've got a box of sand and you have swings there that will take you over the moon and back. You can go to the moon, in fact, while having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and you probably conquered the world a thousand times like that as a child. I mean, I think we all did. But then, then look, something happens. Something happened between that summer day and when we became adults.
1: Yeah.
0: Our youthful, enthusiastic adventure of dreams become crushed.
1: Mm.
0: Our parents, our teachers, coaches, all of the influencers begin imposing their own indoctrinating beliefs. Our subjective realities, what happens, they begin to morph and they start to change and they align with what we're told that we can and what we cannot do in this life. And then we literally become something other than what we're supposed to be through the the grueling process of adopting the beliefs and those standards of other people. Every single human being is different. And the mistake that can be undone at any moment is when we begin to fashion ourselves after the observational likeness of others. That's the mistake. That's the error of life. That's where we go off track. That's where things begin to get a little skewed and out of alignment. But the good news is, is that can be undone at any moment in life, at any age, we can undo that. So here we are, we have all of these limits, these things that have been crafted into us just for us by other people, uh, formed and molded into us. But the good news is that we can change by going back to our beginnings. The process of rewilding ourselves in order to develop confidence is one of restoration we gain confidence by asking ourselves these questions and then fearlessly answering them and I say fearlessly because typically what we'll do is we'll run an answer that we're going to give for a question that's been posed to us through what we think somebody would want us to say maybe it was that Hard-hitting, influential, negative source energy—that coach, that person, a parent, somebody that used to mold you—and mm-hmm. so we're, that's part of the habitual knee-jerk reaction of answering questions. So to overcome that, you've got to recognize you have to answer these questions honestly and by all means underscore fearlessly.
1: Yeah, realizing you have to get rid of some habits,
0: right? To be authentic,
1: right. answer authentic, in an authentic. And so, way.
0: the question: Who who am I? You ask that. Who am I? who Who really am I? Why am I here? What makes me different from anyone else in the quietness of those uh, moments of solitude and fearlessly answering? What makes you different? What makes you tick? What makes you just a little tilted, a little different? What are your unique desires? Unlike anybody else, now don't answer in a way that you think somebody else would answer or would expect you to answer. And we go back to our original genius of purpose, the genius of individuality. And that's what I mean by genius. That genius, that thing that makes you, the tacits of you, the the unique essence of you that's unlike anyone else in the universe. You are, it's like a snowflake. there are no two alike. Human beings in the natural, no two alike. What is your genius that you came into the natural with? The creative explanation for our existence now the honest answer it begins to reveal who we are so we ask those questions and fearlessly answer then as kinetic believers we begin pushing ourselves pushing pressing ourselves through whatever is making us uncomfortable Pressing through that. No longer seeking validation from anyone else. You don't need approval. You don't need anybody there applauding you or saying good job or I'm proud of you. Begin reconstructing those thought forms according to your own self-approval and self-love unconditionally. What's happening? It's through that meditative process that we're developing esteem we're developing confidence a boldness of self in ourselves it is amazing that you know what we can attract into our lives we can attract prosperity perfected health love happiness joy when we have confidence in ourselves but only when we have confidence in ourselves. Our subjective realities construct our lives, and it does it according to our beliefs, our subjective beliefs, what we believe to be true, to, uh, according to our own set of, of beliefs, unlike anyone else's. And it constructs our lives accordingly. Now, whatever we believe about ourselves will either come for us, or, watch this, it will come against you if it's based in the negative substance of fear, according to whether or not what we believe is positive or negative energetics. So as creative creators, we have the innate, inherent ability to not only blueprint the life that we really wanna live, but at the same time, we have the ability to reconstruct the life we've already lived.
1: Wow, there's a lot in there. Let's I want to unpack some of this because that was a an amazing exercise you really took us through. I love how at the beginning you really sort of opened our mind and even our memories to the way that things used to be versus how they sort of faded into the the life we're really experiencing, you know, now or that we were from. From childhood, because when you are a child and you do have these ideas, these huge dreams, and you bring them up to people over and over and over again, you're you're typically told why those won't work, why you can't achieve that. Um, I want to be a fighter pilot. Well, you got to be really good at math to do that, you know, and you kind of suck at math, so you probably can't do that. But I mean, you know, it's that times a right. thousand, and then eventually you have you've lost that confidence, you've lost those dreams, you lost lost those desires. So I think even just acknowledging that that happened. Is a huge first step in the right direction. Right, right. Um, and then also, I love that you really showed us that confidence is re- gonna—it's going to be a requirement for manifesting. If you don't have that confidence, you're not going to have be able to pack enough punch in your belief and your attracting velocity to even begin manifesting. So that's a key—that's a key element to manifesting. I thought that was very powerful too. And then also you when you were finishing it, it really came through that confidence is directly connected to unconditional love for self. That when you are confident and confident in self and confident in who you are and what you deserve and what your life should be, it's really a reflection of that of that love that's appropriately appropriately placed yeah absolutely
0: in yeah absolutely and and so you know the confidence is what we're doing in order to be able to manifest the life that we desire to live and the confidence it's taking us out of the realm of double mindedness mm we're not yeah. partaking and communing with positive source energy and negative source energy and negative source energy and positive and positive and negative and positive yeah. and back and forth well that's good that's bad that's bad and that's good and i'm i'm fearful of that and i'm not afraid of that i'm supercharged in that and I'm negative about this and you're going nowhere except in a life in a circle and there's anxiety and there's fear and there's hope and there's fun and there's fear and there's anxiety (sighs) and it's this glom of noise that we're ingesting by not having confidence. And that always goes back to being centered in self-love, unconditionally loving your genius of purpose once you've located that, and creating the highest viewpoint, those thought forms for that, and journaling it so that you can stay true to your course through this life.
1: And that actually, what you just described, I mean, it actually just makes so much sense on a common sense level. It's its incredibly logical that when you want to manifest something, you are, in a sense, committing yourself to this dream that many people will see as crazy. And so you have to have the confidence to sort of walk around with this dream hanging out there going, yes, this is my dream and it is crazy and I'm okay with that. And I'm confident enough to be okay with that.
0: Yeah. And that's what we mean, too, by saying, you know what, once you determine your mission within your soul, you let nothing arrest or stop or get in the way of your steps ever again. No one. No more validation would ever be required. Mm -hmm. You don't need to give access to anyone into your sphere of influence. That unless they're there to champion you, edify, encourage, and celebrate you.
1: Why do you think that's so tempting? Why do you think we typically have this innate need, this innate urge for others and people we're close to, or heck, people we've never even met, to, to tell them about the things that we're doing and to want their approval?
0: If you're not unconditionally loving yourself, there's a void there that has to be filled with love and so you need validation you need someone to build that low self-esteem back to fill you back up with approval and that's why the key to success to being a a successful purposeful kinetic believer is to first ground yourself soundly in unconditional love for yourself loving your differences Mm -hmm. loving what makes you weird you know yeah and that has nothing to do with anybody else on the entire planet that has everything to do with you and you can here's the thing you can't love someone else not really, unless you're loving yourself.
1: And I love the theme of that. I love the theme of, of sort of, uh, you know, christening everyone with this permission to focus on self, to think about yourself, to uh, be inspired by yourself, to have confidence in self, to love yourself. I mean, to make it all about you, to, uh, just in order to give more.
0: Oh, and you should. And you know what? This amazes a lot of people, but there is not one person on this planet that's inferior to anyone else. There's no one that's common. There's average, but there's no common. Everyone is uniquely different. You are amazing. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous through and through your soul and your spirit. There's not anyone else like you. You've got so much to offer. You are special and dynamic, and you need to be seen as you are. You need to be part of a diverse gallery of of human excellence. And not falling into uh, some uh, goose step line uh, to, to try mm-hmm. to be a facsimile of something that you've admired in someone else. Wow.
1: Finding those organic, innate, unique, genius pieces of yourself. Um, what do you mean that there is no common, there's average?
0: Average is just simply a, a, a way of life that is uh, an Im- imitation of what you're seeing. It's chosen. It's living by by the senses. That's okay. a, That's correct. But now, I want to get into something that's really, really cool here.
1: we're buckling in.
0: All right, yeah, buckle it up. Mm -hmm. Going for a ride. As creative creators, we have the ability to not only, like I said, construct the life that we really want to live as a kinetic believer and begin manifesting that, attracting that to change the circumstances in our lives, to correct the wrongs, to make right whatever needs to be corrected. We have that ability to begin it right now. But here's the deal. When we start going back to the core essence of who we are, the genius of purpose, at the same time that we're constructing our future, our tomorrows, we have the ability to reconstruct the life that we've already lived. For example, our memory, it doesn't recall information. It doesn't, the facts of circumstances, exactly the way that we originally experienced them. What we do is we extract the summary of an experience, and then we, we store it in a way that agrees with our current subjective reality. Mm. In other words, this is why you know, two different people witnessing the same thing, they'll often have different versions of what happened.
1: Right.
0: Um, so our minds have a built-in bias of confirmation.
1: This happens a lot with conversations. <laughs> Doesn't it? You didn't say that. Yes, yes I, I did. did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that is the, the built-in bias of confirmation. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. In other words, our minds store information that's consistent with our subjective beliefs, our current values, and our present-day self-image. Hmm. This selective memory mechanism, it, what it does is it prevents our brains from becoming overloaded with too much information. So rather than cognitively considering multiple versions, you know, of a subjective experience, well, it could have been this, could have been that, could have been this other thing, instead of all of that, the initial experience will continue to evolve in our memories in alignment with our present-day beliefs about ourselves. So we begin understanding this confidence thing by Recognizing that our memories don't always provide us with accurate information. <laughs> Note to self.
1: Except for Megan.
0: Except for Megan. <laughs> for example, Megan, maybe, maybe we didn't have low self esteem as an 18 year old. Okay. But somehow uh, along the way we developed low self esteem. Yeah. And so what happens? our minds begin to reconstruct stored information to agree with our present-day belief for low self-esteem. So we start remembering our 18-year-old experiences negatively in order to confirm our present-day lack of confidence. And the result is the changed memory is all that we're going to be able to remember about specific events. But kinetic believers, kinetic believers understand how to, to make all of this work for us. We revisit those circumstances of past memories with the objective to recreate our perspectives for events according to our positive energy alignments for living our best lives.
1: Wow, that makes it make a lot more sense, too, how, how easy it is to fall into the victimization trap. Because if you if you believe you're a victim for even a moment, then all of a sudden you can so easily make all of your memories up to this point line up with that narrative.
0: Exactly. But yeah. then you can
1: yeah. flip that. I see what you're saying. You can flip mm-hmm. that and do that that's in right. the in the positive sense as well. So that's fascinating.
0: That's exactly right. No, so for example, you know, if you take somebody. If we're blaming a parent for the bad things in our life, oh my life just sucks. I mean, it was because of my parents. You know, it's just so bad, so bad. Everything's terrible in my life right now because of the way that I was raised. Okay. Then you know what? We must also give that parent credit for all the good things in your life. If you're going to give them credit for all the bad things, they get credit for all the good things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the necessary balance of peace wow. and love in perfected alignment. So one of the most powerful tools available to us is that of our viewpoint for affirmations.
1: Wow, that is just fascinating. You know, I love these sort of topics because I think any time that you can be uh, – I think any time a light is shone on the way that we think, why we think certain ways, why we process information in a certain way, you, it's it's really a gift, isn't it? I mean, you're really being given this gift. It's almost like you're decoding yourself so that you can have these, these revelation, experiential knowledge, you know, just – it's just huge, right? I mean, I don't even have the words for it. I really don't. Grace. It's, just it's a,
0: grace of creation. The yeah. grace of the way that we were brought into this this universe to be able to create our realities. Yeah, That's a beautiful thing. It's
1: almost as if it gives you the ability to live efficiently. You know, because life can feel so difficult. But when you have all these keys and you have all the secrets to how you tick and how you work and how life life works, then you can live in this really efficient, prosperous way.
0: Well, and that's right. And you know what? And as you're as you're practicing becoming a purposeful kinetic believer and you understand the mechanisms that you're working with, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you understand that, you know what? It has nothing to do with feelings. Yeah. Life can feel hard because you agreed with the feelings of hardness. And yeah. so then you begin to rationalize. That, oh, my life is so difficult. It's hard. Why? Because I feel like it. Well, maybe you take control of your feelings and don't allow yourself to be led by emotions. A person that can control their emotions can a- a- attract and manifest anything in their lives
1: i really love that you use the word mechanism because that's that really is what it is right i mean that's what life is it's it's sort of this giant machine and the more that you learn about it and the more that you learn how it operates and how you can fix it and how you can make it better the more efficient it's going to run i mean it's like if you went out into the yard and you're trying to mow the lawn and you haven't even turned the mower on i mean knowing how things work matter
0: yeah, you're, you know, without wisdom, without knowledge and understanding, we go through this life as victims, like a pinball, mm. just being bounced around back and responding. And forth, you're just responding to this and responding to that, and you're yeah. you're victimizing yourself. And all along, you actually were in control. Yeah. You just didn't use it.
1: Powerful stuff.
0: There, there are so many tools available to us. For example, when spoken aloud, words have the powerful effect of reconstructing our realities. Words are things. In quantum physics, words are things. They have substance, creative creative particles that have the ability to rearrange our lives, rearrange our circumstances. By generating our thought forms into word forms, we become more aware in, in that sense. Uh, our intelligent abilities, they are heightened while improving our imaginations. Mm. Kinetic believers... Increase the energetics of attraction while creating more life, more prosperity, better health, the increase of athletic performance, whatever, more love, for goodness sakes. Human beings actually, a lot of people don't realize this, but we actually think between uh, 300 and 1,000 words to ourselves per minute. Wow. And I know some people, it must be uh, a couple thousand
1: I was thinking the opposite.
0: <laughs> and some people, you know, 10 or 12 words. You know, I but think, when the average I is think she's 300 and 1,000 words. Five to 10 max. Right? <laughs> uh, but truthfully, you know, really, look, by, by being aware of that inner conversation, yes. all of us are having. Be aware of that. You know, that that thing is ticking. It's going. You know, your mouth's not moving, but boy, that mind is going. It's racing. Mm -hmm. We use the power of positive energetic, positive affirmations in our self-talk as a way of building confidence in any situation. I know that, for example, Navy SEALs are taught to do this. When they're going into battle, use that inner conversation to get you through whatever you're you're faced with.
1: And I love this idea, too, that you're taking something that you're already doing. You're already having all of these thoughts. All of these, these uh, words are zinging around in your head anyways. So you might they're as random. well make them work for you. They're ran-
0: That's right. They're random. As l- until you take control of them, use them for effect. Because Harness. what they're doing is those that are sticking in there that are just rapid fire, rapid fire. And a few that are sticking are developing your subjective reality.
1: Yeah. Harness that energy.
0: Right. Yeah. So by rewinding ourselves to overcome fears. We purposefully inject into the limbic brain system, the primal part of the brain that helps us to deal with anxiety, positive energetics, by affirming thoughts of unconditional love for ourselves and for everybody else, for our thoughts, our bodies, and for the purpose of our souls.
1: You know, I've always thought of this. You've you've described this process in in a sense before and I always get the visual of um you know when you're a kid and you and you can walk to your best friend's house and you always take that one path to their house and then eventually there's a little bit of a rut. <laughs> you know, right? you're creating this sort of <laughs> little rut when you at least I did. I went to my friend's house a lot. Right. But I kind of think of that with our words and our thoughts. So, you know, you're sort of like rutting out in your mind these positive lines of thinking mm-hmm. and you can it can get easier and it can get better and, and it, it can become habitual to be positive that's, how exciting is mm-hmm.
0: that That's kinetic energy isn't it? yeah I that's love exactly that. what that is velocity of thought. and it's through the process of meditation like you're saying and you need to stay on it and you're but you're purposely purposefully doing it you you're working your journal you're going back to those thought forms to always be positive. And the affirmations with our spoken words and our self-talk influences our neurobiological responses to life, to all of life. Yes, yes it does. For example, when, when we say, I know exactly what to do with this challenge, rather than, I can't do it because it's hard. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we turn our subjective realities into a positive one. And we do it past, present, present and future. future. Uh, That's harmony, that's alignment, that's balance for living your best life.
1: And I have to say, I have never thought about it this way. I've never thought about my present reality defining my past and my future as well. Because you sort of think as the past as that's in concrete, it is what it is, whatever, you know, I'm moving on. But you really are redefining your entire existence at, at, at every moment with every thought. That's fascinating. That is
0: that is the practice of living your best life because, look, that's the rewilding to uh, become undomesticated from all of the negative source influences mm-hmm. so that when you do reflect and you do look on the back, uh, on your past, rather, you are doing it in a way that is in agreement with your positive thought forms. In other words, you're casting down every Every single negative imagination, every negative thought, you're unbecoming negative source energy because that becomes you. If you have uh, uh, an expectation or if you have an imagination, if you are um, observing your past, present, or future in any negative way, you are still putting out particles of negative source information. To attract negative things into your life and you'll continue to relive those negative experiences that you are subjectively imagining to see.
1: Wow, so powerful. And I love the example that you just gave of you know, the the one response to a challenge is, I know exactly what to do. I'm gonna meet this head on, I've got this, or well, whoa, you know, I don't know what to do. Woe is me. And and one is retreat and it's weak weakness and it's fear and it's you know you're on the defense you're running away and then the other I just love it it's like it's aggression and it's confidence and it's kind of sexy right like just this you know confidence
0: is yeah it
1: is because you just even if you don't know what to do you're presenting this idea that you do and and it's very gripping I love the contrast you gave.
0: Well, the running, the negative you're talking about, it's a very primal thing. And it's, it's mm, where, yes, where we yes. came from as a human race, okay? And that's why we even have it innately within us. It's instinctive. It's instinctive. Because, look, back in the early days, human beings knew, for example, that whether you are a lion or a gazelle, when the sun comes up, you better be running. <laughs> Okay, that's all we had then. All right, and it's probably, you know, eat or be eaten. Okay, you probably, that's some caveman, negative stuff going on.
1: Cavemen, T Rex.
0: You know, what, whatever. You're running. <laughs> <laughs> but our nat- this is 2020, our natural negative energetics and the fears that come with eat or be eaten, they're, they're still present. They're still Absolutely. in us. That belief kept us safe from the danger <laughs> for thousands of years. But here we are, 2020, now not every new and different thing in the world is a threat to our survival anymore.
1: Right.
0: The deep-rooted issue in this negativity source energetic that just chips away at our confidence because we give our attention to the negative information of things like, you know, what's wrong with me? Why do I make so many mistakes? Why am I not as good as other people? Why am I less than everybody else? (laughs) All that stuff. The translation of negative energy is self-inflicted condemnation. Mm. So the purposeful kinetic believer indulges. Isn't that a good word? Indulges, consumes, digests, becomes one with positive thought affirmations. Mm. Bathes in it. Force bathes in it. Soul bathes in it immerse ourselves in positive thought affirmations. It is impossible to think a negative thought while speaking a positive one out loud. You can't do it. Bad feelings, bad emotions, look, they shouldn't be suppressed. And that's not what I'm talking about. You don't want to just press them down there and... and, and hold them back, recognize them for what they are and choose to move on with positive affirmations.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: The practice of living our best lives. It's not a dishonest one, but we don't enter into a dialogue about negative feelings and emotions because it strengthens those negative energetics to become us. It keeps us imprisoned by that.
1: You're reinforcing those. Yeah.
0: The root of self doubt is fear. Fear. The fear of not fitting in. The fear of what others might say. A lack of confidence is the result of measuring ourselves competitively against the performances of others. So when we feel as though we are lacking self-confidence, look, that is a flag that just simply tells us for some reason. Now think about it. There's something in there. There's a reason where this challenge that I'm faced with right now is concerned, that we have believed ourselves to be at the mercy of someone else. We are allowing someone to lord over us, master us. Not to be a co-equal creative creator, but this is a competitive master. For some reason, we've elevated some person to this position Remember now, and this is as an assumption, when we assume the victim role, we're no longer advancing beyond negative source energies, roadblocks, and obstacles. We are are, uh, captivating ourselves within those restraints and constraints. The energetics of the kinetic believer who says, I am not fearful because I'm confident and I will succeed wherever I am with whatever I have. Again, the spoken affirmation that manifests our best lives is I am not fearful because I'm confident and I will succeed wherever I am with whatever I have.
1: So it seems like you're really drilling down to this idea that the inner dialogue in your mind that that in a sense is controlling your, your perspective on your past, present, and future, that's ultimately going to be controlled by the words that you speak. And you can, you can speak those positive words to, to sort of reassign those thoughts and reassign the thinking about yourself. And confidence will flow from that over time.
0: Right. That inner dialogue is justifying the negative feeling. Mm. That inner dialogue is justifying the lack of confidence. So you want to arrest it. You want to stop it, cast it down. Yeah. Well, how do you do that? You positively affirm things like, I'm not fearful. You say it out loud. Why? Mm. Because I'm confident. And I will succeed wherever I am with whatever I have. I am me. I love me. I'm amazing. And you go right on with that. And just you interject. You're interjecting that into your soul, and you're changing dynamically, changing things. You are attracting the substance to agree. The universe is responding to that, and it's it's filling that void that was filled with the, the uh, lack of confidence just a moment ago, and it's transferring the dynamics of positive energetics to overcome whatever it is that was causing you to have a lack of confidence.
1: You know, it's such a dynamic idea, this idea that you're giving us that you truly can rearrange your, not just your inner dialogue, but your outer self as well. I mean, you've told us before in a previous podcast about uh, you know, they have actually done brain work and thought work with Olympians and proven that that the thoughts can activate those muscle groups and it can actually enhance their ability to perform at these levels. And so if it can do that for an Olympian, then thoughts can absolutely do that for, you know, the the wobbly knees and the sweaty hands that we get in a in a staff meeting or whatever. So I just love this idea that everything is flowing from within everything is flowing from that inner dialogue and we need to embrace this reality of of being able to change the physical and our, our subjective reality through those channels.
0: That's right. And, you know, you bring up the athlete again where they've used imaginations to improve a score, to improve a golf swing or whatever it is. Here's the thing we have to realize is that the imagination, when you use that, you're creating a thought form. That's not just some whimsical, it's not just an idea, it's not Mm -hmm. just an an, an imagination, it's a real thing. There's substance to the imagination. There's energy, creative substance in the imagination. Your your thought forms are are producing real things.
1: Real real matter. So
0: when the athlete is creating that subjective reality in particle physics, quantum physics, They're actually, they are actually in that vortex of positive source energy by the imagination, the practice of whatever the discipline is they're attracting that to form. They're creating the reality of that and it will manifest in their future. They're minutes away from it. And by staying on that and by meditating that and then put, putting the kinetic energy behind that belief, they are attracting to form the very imagination of that desire.
1: And I have to say what you're describing for me has been the biggest perspective shift that has come from being a kinetic believer because we do live in a in a vastly deeply tangible world everything that we experience it it feels as though it's only happening in the physical and so i think so many of us have learned to to only live by the physical and to make that switch and to really get that deep rooted perspective of where this comes from and where change actually occurs Um, just that awareness and accepting that as your sort of new reality is, is, it's just dynamic.
0: And you can do this at any time in your life. That's what's always so exciting. I think is that it's never too late. Yeah. Look, kinetic believers know that no one is stopping us from achieving what we want to accomplish. In meditation, we can identify every area in our lives where we doubt ourselves and and then begin to subjectively believe to remove those obstacles. It's when we feel in control that, you know what, we're not afraid. And when we have a level of wisdom for confidence, the peace we have removes fears when we don't feel in control, our conscious thoughts they, they become scrambled, and we we can't think clearly because our emotions are just overwhelming us, and you know we just we want to cry, um get mad, angry, kick something, turn you know throw the chair around, whatever we've got to do something just emotions are taking over and this is why a lack of confidence will often seem random and irrational. It's because our emotions are in control. and Emotions can certainly be random and very irrational. <laughs> what? The, the key to confidence is diligent work at becoming the best version of ourselves. And by doing so, we develop strong beliefs in ourselves. No one, nobody else can do this for us. Nobody else will do this for us. It's not within the realm of their proper dominion or authority to do it for us. Fearless confidence with belief in our purpose advances us to enjoy our best lives. I have a question. Yes, ma'am.
1: You've mentioned a few times today meditation and achieving these things through meditation. Um, Is that something, I mean, how do you meditate? Are you sitting on a pillow in a dark room with with some incense or are you going for a run? I mean, what does your meditation daily Mm -hmm. look like?
0: It's a—it's certainly a moment of reflecting within, looking within. Getting away from my normal routine is typically the way that I like to meditate because routine says that I'm habitually reacting to my circumstances and environment in a way that's predictable. So I like to break that with a, a positive uh, reinforcement. And so I get out of the norm. I get away from the usual, the practical. And yeah, it may be I go for a run and I'm listening to... Some music that just takes me to that place, or I'm in a dark room, or I'm in a, a well lit room with a candle. I like or, that. Or I'm sitting on a balcony, but I'm alone. I'm not with others, mm-hmm. unless others are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, mean, I like that. That's how I do Whatever it.
1: Whatever the day calls for. Right. I
0: like that. Yeah. yeah Zig Ziglar. I, he, what, what a, a guy. guy. Yeah, he was, he was <laughs> just a ball of energy, wasn't he? But yeah. he, he, he said confidence. <laughs> Is going after Moby Dick in a rowboat and taking tartar sauce with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's confidence, (laughs) isn't it? Let's do some highest viewpoints here. Just say this (laughs) after me. (laughs) Best quote ever. I
1: have to say. Just say
0: that I know how to attract the wisdom.
1: (laughs) I know how to attract the wisdom. To
0: make decisions for myself. (laughs)
1: To make decisions for myself. And
0: because they are my decisions. And
1: because they are my decisions. They're the
0: best decisions. They're
1: the best decisions. I
0: have all that I need.
1: I have all that I need to
0: make today. To
1: make today a
0: great day. A great day. I am I am and always will be. And
1: always will be. Enough. Enough.
0: I acknowledge my own self-worth.
1: I acknowledge my own self-worth. Hey. Hey.
0: My confidence is rising.
1: My confidence is rising. I cast
0: down any negative feelings. I
1: cast down any negative feelings. Every
0: negative feeling.
1: Every negative feeling.
0: About myself. About myself. About you. And about you. I don't have any of those.
1: (laughs) Never.
0: Or my life.
1: Or my life. And
0: I accept all things. I
1: accept all things. Working together. Working together. For my best life. For my best life.
0: I always attract only the best.
1: I always attract only the best. Of
0: every circumstance.
1: (laughs) every circumstance.
0: And I have the best positive people.
1: And I have the best positive people. In my life. In my life.
0: By my choice. By
1: my choice.
0: I am courageous.
1: I'm courageous.
0: I am willing to kinetically believe.
1: I'm willing to kinetically believe. To
0: stay on my beliefs. To
1: stay on my beliefs. To
0: not be double-minded.
1: Never be double-minded. To
0: not consider the alternative. To
1: not consider the alternative. But to
0: kinetically believe.
1: But to kinetically believe. To act. To act.
0: And to face. And to face. What used to be. What used to be. My fears. My
1: fears. Whoo! I like that. I'm worked up. Are you? I got lathered up on that one. <laughs> A little sweat there. I mean, my confidence is usually at like 100 already, and now it's like way up there.
0: <laughs> you are standing up. Whoa.
1: <laughs> Hello, ego. That, <laughs> <laughs> You're looking good today. Well, we're no
0: longer too scared to speak up, and we have attracted some confidence, I love we?
1: it. Well, if you want to speak up, speak out to us. KineticBelief at StephenCanyon.com. We've been getting the nicest emails lately. Can I just say, mm, yeah. our people are so sweet and energized, and I just... I mean, I think it's weird to, like, just go around saying you're proud of people, but you do feel well, kind of proud yeah. of everyone, right? Just Lots of progress, pursuing right? their best self.
0: Well, sticking to it and, and staying with it. You know, it is a life changer. It, really, yes. it works.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and I think consistency becomes easier when you're just aware of, of a family, a, a close-knit community of other kinetic believers around mm. the world. Every, you know, there are people out there doing this, too, and, and somehow together, it, it just, it's, it's energizing.
0: Yeah, absolutely yes well look the website is stephencanyon.com you can get a copy of the manifesting guided journal there on the website and if you can't wait for the delivery of it you can download the digital version of the kinetic belief manifesting guided yes, journal
1: all on the website
0: and then also while there if you don't if you haven't gone back to the very beginning to locate your original genius of purpose now this isn't what you're doing now don't misunderstand that I mean, you, maybe you're into some career somewhere, and um, you go, well, this is my purpose. Okay, great. It might be. probably is. But you did come into the world with something that had not been um, guided in any way, shape, or form, just unique to you. There is a purpose workbook available on the website that you can download, and um, it's 12 pages, but I think it's going to... Reveal some things to you that you may not have ever considered before.
1: That's a that's a vital one right there. Just in yeah. in starting your journey. Um, that's all at StephenCanyon. dot com, and if you want to receive weekly video emails from Stephen, just sign up on the website with your email address. Simple as that.
0: You sound like an announcer. <laughs> That was really good.
1: Oh, well, thanks. I wasn't even trying. (laughs) Ah,
0: Meg, this has been so much fun. And let's go do some more fun stuff. Okay. Can we
1: meditate together today? Let's do it. I promise I won't say anything. Bring
0: the candle. Okay.
1: All right. See you there. Thanks, as usual, for all the wisdom. Bye.